0: You're listening to a live recording from Westside Church in Bend, Oregon. Thanks for joining us.
1: Before um, we close today, I wanted to make an announcement regarding um, the leadership structure of our church. I'm super excited to, to make this annou- announcement. You know, Studies have shown that the primary reason people choose churches is not because of the mission of the church, but because of the pastor of the church. And I've got to tell you, for years, uh, I've struggled with the current model of church leadership uh, in the body of Christ in the United States that has a hyper focus on an individual single leader. Uh, it isn't modeled in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the New Testament, by the way. Um, it's not modeled. You have the apostles, but beyond that, you begin to see a plurality of leadership. Um, leading churches like in Corinth and in Ephesus and, and all around the known world, it's a plurality of leadership. There's not really a hyper focus on an individual leader like we have today. You know, this kind of idea of, this, of the, the pastor is, oh, I really like my pastor. You know, that's why I go to that church. And, 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 and that idea, this, this focus on an individual leader really does come at a cost. To the body of Christ, um, it it not only costs the burnout of many leaders um, that that I don't think any of us are built to sustain the weight of individual leadership um, in the in the local church. Um, the subtle worship of a single leader is is borderline um, um, sinful, where we put a leader. Um, in in an improper place in our thinking, Um, bottlenecks that develop that you can't get anything done because of the single leader, that kind of idea. So um, about seven and a half years ago when we transitioned, when I became the lead pastor, it'll be eight years in October, but when I became the lead pastor, the former pastor, Ken Johnson, we developed a leadership team prior to his transition that still functions today. Right now it's a group of seven individuals and they, uh, um, and me with the six others, we, um, we operate as a team. Not one decision has been made, if you can believe this, not one decision in seven and a half years has been made without that team being involved in that decision. So we've been operating with shared leadership for some time. But there's another phase of shared leadership that I believe needs to be more public than the behind-the-scenes leadership team that we've been operating uh, with both to leverage opportunities for greater health and growth in the body, but also the longevity of my ministry as well as the ministry of this church. And so the model that we are implementing today, that I'm announcing today, moves away from a single lead pastor who solely shoulders the weight of the local church Um, to this next phase of shared leadership where we see here at Westside Church, we're adding two senior pastors for a total of three senior pastors. And I actually am so excited about this, both for our church, but also I believe that this will be the model of church leadership in the next decade. I believe that other churches will pick up on this and they will realize that this is the healthier, more biblical way to lead a local fellowship. But this is gonna help us as a church to spread the load of leading, speaking, leadership development, discipleship, care um, in a a broader way. Now I'm gonna remain as Westside's lead pastor. So everybody take a deep breath. I'm not making some other announcement today. but I and I'm, and, and I'm excited about that. Um, but today I'm super excited to appoint Pastor Evan and Pastor Ben to take on the role and title of senior pastor along with me. And each of us are gonna maintain distinct roles and responsibilities, but all three of us will use the title of senior pastor. When, so when somebody asks you, where do you go to church? You say, Westside. It's like, oh, who's your pastor? You say, actually, we have three of them. That's awesome. I wouldn't mind if it'd be seven of them, um, but we're not quite there yet. So um, Who's your senior pastor? Well, I have Steve and Evan and Ben and they'll they'll look at you confused and you're like, no, this is awesome. Um, I'm gonna be a chief among equals uh, in the rare event that a singular voice is needed, which by the way, hasn't happened in seven and a half years, but you never know. Um, And it puts our denomination at ease when I let them know. No, I'm still, I'm still, the buck still stops with me. Um, (laughs) But, Uh, both the three of us and the leadership team, by the way, that is not changing. That is a strong, strong um, and healthy element in our church. The leadership team will continue to make every decision needed as a team. So what does this mean? Well, if you have liked how Westside has been led over the last two years, because we've been operating behind the scenes this way already, then you're probably not gonna notice much of a change at all, and you'll be like, this is great. Now, if you haven't liked how Westside has been operating over the last two years, Bummer. (laughs) (laughs) Pastor Bo, by the way, Pastor Bo is uh, continuing to be one of our primary speakers and is a vital part of our church family. Mike Alexander will continue as our executive pastor. uh, Rod Kirk. Uh, will continue as our operations pastor. Suzanne Mickle will continue as our outreach pastor. And Kim Alexander will continue as our director of discipleship. And some of you are going, who are they? Those are our leadership team. Those are the people that have been operating behind the scenes leading our church into the future these past seven years. Uh, Evan and Ben will continue uh, in their present roles as well. Um, Evan's gonna continue to oversee creative arts and Ben uh, Generations. and uh, and they will also work a little bit more closely with me uh, to shoulder speaking and leadership loads. Um, I'm also, I'm I'm personally gonna focus more of my time on mentoring our core leaders and, and, and workers in our church. I feel like, especially this past year, I've seen a gap in the discipleship of our church, and I feel like God wants to wants me to give my life to that over the next several years of of leadership here at Westside. So I'm going to be talking more. I've, I've already had some communication with our leaders, and that's just going to keep continue to 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 build and and flourish over these next few years, especially our community group, small group leaders. Um, all that said, um, I'm going to continue to be the primary speaker um, here at Westside, um, but I'm. I'm gonna to continue to share that um, with our team. Um, it's healthier and it's better uh, for the body. Well, because this is such a new way of doing church, I'm sure you have a ton of questions. So let's do a time of Q&A right now. <laughs> no, not a chance. Um, <laughs> Mike just got really nervous right there. He's like, "Don't." We have an FAQ on our website that's going live this afternoon where that should probably answer most of the questions you have, but also there will be a link that you can ask me um, and our team any question you have or you have a comment. Um, we, want, we want to be available to answer those questions. And uh, the webpage, uh, you can find this FAQ as well as some more information is at westsidechurch.org slash sharedleadership. And so I wanna encourage you to check that out. Well, as we finish up today, what I wanna do is I want us to pray over Ben and Evan. I feel like that would be an appropriate uh, thing for do at, for, for us to do as we lead into this uh, new season as a church. So I wanna invite Ben and Evan as well as the leadership team and any church council members that are here as well, if you'd join us up here on the stage. This is great. Yeah, we were talking about earlier before the services that today we, were, we had these like pre marriage jitters for some reason. Like, are we sure about this, you guys? You know? And, and uh, so we had a moment just like, are we sure? And we were like, yeah, we're sure. Let's do this. And so uh, that was great. But um, as I said, we have been operating like this for some time already. But I do think this is a significant moment. Um, of laying on of hands, uh, for the task, for really the setting apart of this next season, and um, and what you see kind of displayed, I think this is I think this is significant where you see this team together on the stage. um, It's indicative of what God is asking us to be and who we've already been. Um, And so would you guys do this with me? Would you just, not in some weird way, but just like as a show of kind of support and prayer, would you extend your hands this way towards Ben and Evan? and, And yeah, you guys just come and put your hands on them. Jesus, we, you're the Lord of your church. You're at the head, and we are all the way back at the tail. Jesus, you are you are the leader, and we and we do our best to follow you, and your direction and your guidance. And Lord, I know that Ben and Evan that that that's their heart to follow you, to hear your word, to speak it with boldness, to be courageous, even stepping into this new season, into this new these new roles. Jesus, I pray for wisdom. I pray that your Holy Spirit would fall upon them in a new dimension, Lord. That this the, the leadership. Gift that that is being shared from me to them and to all of us, really, Jesus. That it would be embraced um, not only by them, but Lord, even by our church family and by our community of people that call Westside their home, their church. That Jesus, we would we would embrace this moment as a, as 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 the next phase in what you're doing here at Westside. And Lord, I pray that as we lead, you would give us grace and humility, and that our and that Lord continue as you already have to keep our egos at the door and to just love each other to display even for our church family what it means to be in covenant together what it means to be in community together and help us to lead by example in this next season and Lord I pray that other churches who where pastors are burning out and are tired and weary Lord they'll see this and they'll they'll be reinspired to raise up the next generation of leaders and to invest into their lives and to see what you could do as we partner together where where, 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 where one doesn't have to lead, for others to rise up but we can do this together and we thank you Jesus for that and we thank you that you've you've raised up these two men in particular uniquely for this season and Lord I pray that that this would just be the beginning of something really expansive at Westside as well as all over the world we thank you Jesus I thank you for Ben and Evan I thank you for their willingness for their heart for their heart to serve for their heart to sacrifice And we pray for protection over their family, their children, and that uh, you would watch over us all as we lead your body into the future. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Everybody say amen? Yeah, (laughs) thanks you guys. So good. Well... um, yeah, we're gonna, um, the people in the room, we're gonna go into a time of worship in just a moment, but I wanna say thanks to all those that are watching online, and you can check out that FAQ on our website at westsidechurch.org sharedleadership. Have a great week, we'll see you next week. Well, welcome to this podcast as we uh, dive a little bit deeper into the announcement we made uh, today at church regarding shared leadership, co-senior pastor between uh, Ben, Evan, and myself, and Mike Alexander's joining us, our executive pastor, to kind of moderate our discussion. And so, uh, Mike, why don't you take it from here?
2: Yeah, great, we, we recognize that uh, with any kind of change and change like this, uh, there's a lot of questions and wondering, and uh, so hopefully we can uh, dive into some of that today. Uh, a lot of the questions that came in uh, centered mostly around uh, how the process went to consider these two gentlemen uh, and, and how broadly did we look and all of that. So maybe let's start there. Uh, how did we get to this spot and, and where did we look or not look?
1: Well, yeah, maybe I should start with that since um, I kind of initiated the conversation with the leadership team initially, probably over a year ago, where we I began to look at the existing leadership team and um, and the giftings and uh, you know the passion, the desires, and it quickly I realized, and I kind of already knew this, that Ben and Evan had a desire and even a calling to be lead pastors eventually, potentially, and so that would really begin the conversation within the leadership team of, and I really only looked at the leadership team primarily because those are the people that have been leading the church consistently for many years. And so, um, and we've already kind of been operating with shared leadership, and and, and then when I I saw Ben and Evan as kind of a unique calling to um, senior pastoring. They started, God started to put the pieces together because I knew we needed to go to shared leadership. That I already knew, even before I knew if it was gonna be Ben or Evan. And then, and then just God began to emerge these two guys as people on the leadership team called to this. Steve, I'm wondering
0: with this, is this like a strategy in your mind or is this an experiment or some kind of combination of the both? Because it's, it's kind of new, like not, not a lot of churches doing this and things could go really well with it. Things could not go well. How do you see that?
1: I, I think if you'd asked me that a couple years ago, it would be an experiment, but I think we've been experimenting. So now I feel like this is a, an established strategy. I'm actually doing my PhD work on shared leadership, and so I, I've already looked at the theological basis for that, um, other organizations that are doing that. We've talked with two large churches on the West Coast who are doing shared leadership, co-senior pastorships. And so we've. we've so as I look at that, I'm like, this. This can work. This is not this is not an experiment. This is I think I think like I said in the service is a strategy that I believe other churches are going to adopt over the next decade um, for health.
3: So we mentioned a lot today that we've been doing this really already. We've been doing it for a couple of years, been sharing at the leadership team level as well as the three of us have been sharing a lot of even practical responsibility, speaking and all that. So maybe some people would have the question of, well, all right, fine, you've been doing it. Why not just keep the old model of, yeah, there's someone very, very much at the very top. And then we just keep doing our jobs and we just kind of keep the status quo. There's no prayer moment. There's no shared leadership, really. There's no senior pastoring together. Why actually take it all the way to to share titles and everything like that? What's the importance?
1: Because the body won't know. I mean, the, the, the transformation, I think that this is not just how do we lead together but how does the body the the church view leadership and the, and until they see a new way of of seeing who leads their church nothing will They'll always, the, all the pressure will still be directed towards one individual. All the responsibility will still be just, it doesn't matter what our titles are. Is If the body doesn't see that, that this is shared so that they can come to any one of us or the leadership team or the church council and they can, they, they can like, oh, I don't have to go to one person. I don't have to sit under the teaching of one person. It's so unhealthy. I mean, there's only one person that we sit under in their teaching and that's Christ. And, every, and everybody else is just representatives of him. And so for me, that, that this had to go public. Otherwise, I don't think there would have been um, a real change happen.
2: Yeah, and that's a pretty big paradigm shift for most, most of us because what most of us have experienced in life in the church in the world in all kinds of different organizations is we experience a very hierarchical thing with a quote unquote, you know, primary or point leader, so to speak. Um, Speak to that a little bit. How do we make this paradigm shift? Um, Because for many, and maybe many, especially in the business community, uh, this structure is not common. Uh, Maybe speak to that. What are some of the pitfalls that uh, have caused organizations to not be able to operate in this way, especially in the church? And maybe how do we continue as a community to move forward in shifting this paradigm and seeing through a different lens?
3: Well, I would say you can't really... we We do believe in this model for the greater church. We believe in this model maybe even for a lot of businesses. I don't know. Because of the health that we've discovered for each other. I mean, already this is the very first day right at this moment, but because we've been sharing this load, the idea the vision of the church and what we're gonna say, not just on the weekend, but what we're gonna say as a community going forward, the weight is heavy, it's really heavy. Mm -hmm. And even just over the last year and a half, I've gone, I don't know how people, if they're serious about making a major difference, can do this all by themselves. The, The weight of it just seems, impossible. Um, and so that's reason enough in and of itself to figure this out. But the reason that I don't think anybody can just jump into it and grab your two highest leaders on the organizational chart, throw them with the senior pastor, um, is that not everybody always has a shared same vision. And so you can put them together in the same position, but they can't necessarily share a vision. And I would say what is different about us is that we've spent enough time together, had as many difficult conversations as we've had, and we've had some victories and some losses together. I think we've done the legwork to understand that we're on the same page, that we want what Jesus wants in a similar way we believe in what Westside needs to look like for Central Oregon to be as effective as possible. And I'm confident that that is where we're at, and that allows us to function as one a lot easier than maybe some other organizations or things that have happened in the past.
0: And ego is the enemy to this, right? So any any one of us being like, okay, this is fine for now, but just wait till I get my shot to actually call the shots. <laughs> exactly. um, and the cynic in me wouldn't believe this was gonna work if we were just sitting here right now after no shared leadership over the last many years. I just wouldn't buy it because <laughs> it hasn't worked in a lot of places, you know, and I don't know how many have even attempted it, but coming from many years, not just a, a couple of years, but many years of a shared leadership structure, um, I'm sitting here today being like, I think this could work. Uh, And that that speaks a large part to you guys who have been the executive team together um, to even allow room for uh, more voices in a a broader leadership style of doing church. Um, Because if I hadn't seen it, I don't know that I would be sitting here thinking this is a good idea.
2: Yeah, well said. So let me circle back a little bit to where we started, ask about how did we get here, the process, all of that, and let's address the elephant in the room. I'm looking at three... uh, Handsome. Very handsome, (laughs) but uh, homogeneous, very like male leaders. Uh, and so that's a fair question because I know that our context, our church, our denomination, we value all people, the gifting and the anointing of God on all people and that ability for all people to rise to their highest level in God. Uh, even our own staff, we, we absolutely value and act in such a way that elevates anyone and everyone that uh, shows that mix of things, Uh, men, women, different race, all kinds of things. So we value that and yet we're at this moment where we have three men uh, in these roles. Talk a little bit about that, talk about women in leadership, which we clearly value women in teaching and uh, areas of influence, that whole kind of basket of questions, uh, thoughts and yeah.
1: I struggle with that, I still struggle with that. I um, and I, and that's not to make any one of us feel bad about ourselves. I think we have to be, we always have to be careful that we do what God asks us to do and we and who He's put in place and and you know and, and follow that lead. But we always have to be intentional about making sure do we have a pipeline of leadership development and growth that everyone can you know, can be a part of, I would want to say to people, this is a model of leadership, not the guy, that guy only club, but that this, we want to include more people and have more faces involved in this, um, than just, than just the kind of the male dominated thing.
2: Yeah. So, uh, and I don't want to cut you off, but real quick, uh, what does that mean for this team, the leadership team West side, uh, in terms of the static nature or not of this three, is this is this it? Is this the, okay, the Holy Grail? Or talk, to, talk about that maybe just a moment.
1: What do you guys think?
0: None of us are here forever, right? We're stewards for the time we're given. Um, the chances of all of us being in the same season and ending at the same time, I don't know, that seems pretty unlikely. And so, yeah, could this team change? I hope so. I hope in the years ahead. Um, and that brings up another good question. Is this actually just a sneaky way that you get out of here and then me and Ben like, you know, arm wrestle for your spot? Because <laughs> no. cynic, uh, there's that. cynics in the crowd that might be like, I see what they're doing. <laughs> yeah. So speak to that maybe if we're looking for maybe this team to be a living thing.
1: Yeah. Well, I, for me, I look at, I don't look, just look at this, at this lead pastor, senior pastor team. I'm looking at our leadership team, which is made up of seven individuals, two are women, um, but five are men, and and no diversity outside of that. Um, Age-wise, we're all pretty much the same. So, I, and then I'm look at a, a, you know, we have a management team and a strategic team and other staff members. And so I'm thinking about this holistically, like how do we make sure that we are putting that we have spaces and, and places where everyone can rise up into new leadership. And so that when, these, when one of these positions, so to speak, opens up, we just have more, uh, uh, more opportunity for people di- of diversity and, and gender and race diversity to be able to come into this. So I, I think that, for me, I'm looking at this like organizationally. But um, this is not some mechanism to get me out of the way, um, for sure, now, I would say, I, I have a desire to do other things besides always be the lead pastor of West Side, but, this isn't, and, but this, all this does is keeps me in, this, in the seat and allows me to mentor some leaders in our church more directly, to do more discipleship training, um, rather than just always being the main communicator on the stage on Sunday. So I, I do think it, it, it gives us all the opportunity to express ministry, um, particular personal ministry that God is asking us to do.
3: We don't want to just look like one singular group because that's not a reflection of the place that we live in. Um, and I'm believing that as this shared leadership structure creates more growth in the church, that will naturally create more seats at the shared leadership table because we have to compensate for that growth and continue to look more like our city.
0: Because the the ingredients to sit in a seat like we are today, interest, of course, you want to have to want to do it, but then opportunity. Yeah. Um, and some level of experience. Yeah. And right now, for, for many churches, even ours, who gets, gets the most opportunity? A lot of times it's guys like us who got to youth pastor in our 20s yeah. and you know, got some time to speak on the stage. And so I think seeing a new season of sure. opening that up to where it's not guys that just look like us, getting those opportunities so that years from now, we're looking and we see a whole new category of people who have the interest the experience and the opportunity to step into a role like this—it's
2: good. There is a secret sauce in this moment, and I do think that's something God's doing here uniquely. But I feel like trust is one of the hallmark components, and I think of how we've led as a leadership team and as a broader staff, and even this team. Um, speak just a little bit about that trust—things like candor, uh, tough conversations—that that basket of things.
1: I have so much trust for these guys as well as the leadership team. I think. Um, I think that it doesn't work without that, Mike. And but we kind of have a we have a default that's a little different, I think, than a lot of businesses and other churches. Is and and I think it comes it is an outflow of my leadership is that I I trust that people don't have to earn their trust with me. They can lose trust for sure, but I they you know Ben and Evan haven't had to like try to they haven't had to like perform to get my trust. I gave it. And they have shown over the that this, they just don't lose they just don't lose any trust because they just they keep showing up and they're and they're faithful and they're and, they're, and they and they want to grow they're teachable and I and I just think and I'm teachable and I want to grow and I just think that that creates an atmosphere where trust can, can just be built on and strengthened um, and but yeah trust is huge I don't worry uh, at all that I actually want Ben and Evan to be to be more influential in this church and community than me. I mean, I want that. I want that for them and I want that for you and I want that for the leadership team. I want that for for our staff. I want there to be just, I want, and so that, that, that it takes a lot of trust to like do that. And I, and I don't, I don't worry. I don't spend, I spend the night wondering if Ben's gonna steal the church or take it from me or something It's not mine anyway, you know? And so uh, yeah, high trust is big.
0: And likewise, Ben and I have had many conversations. We see this as an opportunity to actually uh, have your longevity increase at Westside. Yeah. So rather than saying like, oh, this is our ticket to get you out, um, honestly, uh, the pressures of leading a church as a single figurehead, like you said today, incredibly intense. And so if this allows us to spread out the, the weight of that yeah. and give us more years with you in the mix, that is actually a, a win for us. And I, maybe that's important for people yeah. to hear that we are excited for the longevity of this potentially adds to your time at Westside. I
1: mean, even today, Mike, I can tell you, I mean, I was nervous about making the announcement because I know there's there's some people that are not going to like it. So I'm a people pleaser and I like people to like me. And so I was nervous. And then, but after these two services today, I just feel, I I felt a weight, less of a weight. On my back, and they felt more. I think is what happened. <laughs>
3: it's
1: great.
0: Ben and I were very <laughs> quiet. Sure I'm not stooping <laughs> over this <here>. morning. Yeah.
3: <laughs> but the thing I think that I'm, I'm getting from all this is that two, people's main two concerns have been diversity in the leadership, and then what happens to Steve now? Is he? Is this just the way to go out? And what we believe is that this is a mechanism to actually, hopefully, we're holding ourselves accountable to this to increase in both of those ways. Our, that was our first question when you brought this up, it was like, well, you're not leaving, right? Like we we'd rather not have you go. And actually if what this can make you stay longer or around or more passionate or whatever longer, that is a huge win. And if this thing can ultimately create more diversity in leadership, that is really the goal. So hopefully this is a mechanism for those things, not to stop or, or short-term any of those things.
1: Well, we're out of time, you guys, um, and so I know there's probably a lot more that we could talk about. And uh, hoping, I'm hoping that people will will engage and ask us questions and um, about this on our website where you can, where you're watching this. There's you know you can there's an FAQ as well. And so make sure to engage if you have any questions. Um, there's nothing. We're not trying to hide anything, right? Everything's out in the open, and so we're we're an open book. And um, yeah, thanks you guys for taking time.
0: Yeah, and if you want to read more of these uh, frequently asked questions, that's at westsidechurch.org slash shared leadership,
2: and that's up right now.
1: Great, thanks.